Hey, listen to this cool, hip, rad song, man. No way, man. We're listening to a podcast instead. Wait, wait, which one? <laughs> Here, j- just give me the aux cable. You'll love it. The aux cable has been plugged in, and now so are you. I am? Yeah. Oh, okay. Sweet. Coming up in this episode, we talk about how to get to sleep. Also, how important social media is to a YouTube channel. We also talk about how to not work too much. This week, on the Ox Camel! Welcome to the Ox Cable, the show where we get you plugged in to advice on everything. Everything! I'm Ryan Matlock. I'm Matthew Bird. And Matthew, how was your week? <laughs> That's a big question, Ryan. My week was big. <laughs> Bigger than the normal seven days? Well, no, it just seems like bigger. Like, okay, because it's been a week and like two days since I've been back in Canada. Right. Um, and I was realizing this on Saturday. I was like, oh, my goodness, it's only been a week since I've been back. And it felt like it's been so much longer than that. And uh, it just blew my mind. That's all. Uh, but, yeah, no, it's been a good week. Not a whole lot going on, but trying to get some stuff sorted out with my health and stuff. And I got my blood test yesterday, which I had to wait an hour to get. So, Oh, that's oh well. always fun. Yeah. It's just like a two-minute blood test. Like, they literally just go boop, and then it's done, and then... We have to wait an hour for that. Give me, just give me the bloody test already. Yeah, exactly. Let <laughs> me do the bloody test. <laughs> it's a pun. It's a pun. It's also a little bit edgy, I think. But okay. Maybe. Anyway, mm. How about you? Your week, Ryan. Oh, right. My week. My week <laughs> was good. <laughs> my week was good. Had fun with friends and. Let's see. Um, oh, oh! Another thing I was doing. I've been working on my Muse skills. You know about Muse? Yes. Of You're course. Talking of course. About you Adobe know. Muse. Yeah, Adobe Muse. The uh, mm. for those who don't know, listening, it's a website creator application by Adobe, and I've been playing around with it, and I've learned a little bit more. I've actually got a domain free. I like through Bluehost, which is what I use for hosting. I actually set mm-hmm. up. Uh, Because I have two domains that I use for personal stuff. One's theryanmatlock.com, which is what everything, like, that's where my blog and everything is. And then there's rmatlock.com, which if you went to it, yeah, if you went to that right now, wait, yes, you did. No, I didn't know about the rmatlock.com. Oh, wait, yeah, you know about ryanmatlock.me. I know about all the other stuff, just not the rmatlock.com. And now if you go there, it says website coming soon because I just typed it in. Yeah, (laughs) that's what I was about to say. Yeah, it's not set up for anything, but I was playing with... With Muse because I wanted to see if I could figure out how to upload that because that's a good thing to know mm-hmm. how to create a website from scratch and then actually make that <laughs> scratch we'll call it scratch Muse is not scratch I'll tell you that much I mean well, it's more scratch yeah. than say WordPress sure. yeah I'm not I'm not typing the HTML that would be full-blown scratch and like figuring out how to do the CSS mm-hmm. and everything with that yeah mm-hmm. but yeah Matthew's better than that at me, though, so... Than that at me. I'm better than that. You are... The, I'm better me, than that the, at me. At you're you. better okay. at that than me. You're better than me at that. How's that? Is that, a, is that better? <laughs> that is grammatically correct and accurate to what you are trying to express. Okay. 
Uh, anyway, th- thank you for joining us for what is going to be the 15th episode of the podcast. Uh, we have a few things to mention right before we get into the questions. One being that uh, we were sent an audio clip from two people, actually, but the one we're talking we about. Yeah. Uh, one from Joanna and one from uh, Schwarzendruber. <laughs> I like how you emphasized that. Yes. Uh, last podcast, we were talking We were talking about Austin Schwarzendruber's message to us. He asked us a question. And we had Angie, who we actually have brought on to the Ox Cable team as our marketing specialist. Uh, basically, she posts stuff on the Facebook page now. And we also talked with uh, Sarah... Iddings, who is also one of our friends from BlimeyCon and like the Blimey Cow circles and everything. And mm-hmm. uh, we were all trying to figure out how to pronounce Austin Schwarzenegger's name. And he sent us this clip. Hey, Ryan and Matthew. This is Austin. I got to say, it was so much fun listening to you guys try to say my last name and fail so many times. Got it right a couple of times, but how can you not after you've tried like 20 different things? Anyway, the correct pronunciation of my last name is Schwarzendruber. Schwarzendruber. <laughs> anyway, I gotta say, I love your podcast. Keep up the great work. This is Austin. Over and out. So yeah, that was cool. Oh yeah. So like, we asked him to do this, and then he actually did it. That's great. Yeah. It's so cool to hear audio clips from our fans, because it, it sort of gives them a voice, you know? Yeah. I see what you're talking about. Well, we just we just heard. Or you hear what I'm talking yeah, about. It, no, I don't <laughs> hear. Yes, that. <laughs> okay. But yeah, no, it's great. I like it. Me too. Let's see. Oh, we also had a question from Kristen. You want to read that real quick? Yes, I do, Ryan. <laughs> okay, so Kristen asks, how can I send y'all fan mail? Like, I know how to send mail. That's not the question. Where do I send it to? So Kristen wants to know, do we have an address? To send fan mail. Well, I mean, technically we both have an address, but I'm not putting my personal address out there for the rest of the internet to know, even though it's actually... That's 555, 555 <laughs> Street, and... Um, no, I'm kidding. Of course it's not. Well, I mean, I was actually kind of scared, because that is my address. Oh. oh. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Yeah, but it's anyway. actually it's actually creepy. Some people online have figured out what my address is. Really? Yeah, I'm not gonna tell you how because I'm not even sure. But oh, really? We're not, yeah, we're <laughs> we're not gonna tell you our addresses. If we did have a place to send mail, we would set up a PO box. But unfortunately, that costs money. I actually did research, and, and Matthew was present. He, I turned on, I called uh, the post office next in my town. And yeah. and I said, hey, how much does it cost to set up like a medium sized P.O. box? And they were like, monies, it costs monies. And you're like, <laughs> OK, <laughs> yeah, it costs sixty five dollars for six months. So about ten dollars, like a little bit more than ten dollars a month with like a five or ten dollars to charge ahead of time or something. And uh, like just to set it up in the first place. Uh, so it costs about ten dollars, ten to fifteen dollars a month. So what I am going to do, I, I, I have a Patreon, as you all know, patreon.com slash Ryan Matlock, and I've set up a new goal. Previously, there was like a $1,000 goal, but now there's a $30 goal. When we reach $30 a month in total pledges, I'll set mm-hmm. up, I will set up a P.O. box and have that set up and like check it uh, 
constantly just to make sure that I get you guys' mail. And you guys can send that. We'll let you know what the address for the P.O. box itself is. And that way you guys can send us stuff and I won't lose money on it and we'll all be happy. See, I was going to allow my P.O. box to be used for this purpose, but I am in Canada. Right. So most people listening are from the United States of America and they would have to send it internationally. So Yeah. And that costs the monies. So this, that costs just money. just think about it this way. You could spend like two dollars yeah. every two extra well would would it be that? Two dollars extra or something? No, I don't no, it's not that much. It's also just that also I'm moving and stuff between a couple mm-hmm. different places, so I don't get to check it all free, that frequently. So True. Right. Yeah, so it doesn't cost too much more, but Ryan's a little bit more stable than I am right now. So this makes the most sense right now anyway. Makes sense. Yep. So I will set up a P.O. box at my earliest convenience uh, once I get that to that $30 pledge. So d- go and visit patreon.com slash Ryan Matlock. Even just like pledging $1 would be great because that's awesome. And uh with 30 I, like i know at least 30 people listen to this podcast so if you we all know pledge that at $1, least 100 people do re- so. true that true that yeah and in fact if you all pledged like 50 cent can you do that i don't know i can. think it, it's a minimum of one dollar because of fees and things right because they do take they take one fifth actually of what i get so if you were to pledge like one dollar and 25 cents then 30 people could do it yes anyway so go ahead head over there share it with other people probably not most people don't share patreon accounts just willy-nilly anyway let's get to oh one other thing uh we got an email from Kristen also talking about how i failed last week because i we, did uh i or well actually it was two weeks ago but uh, because our last episode was like an hour long, it took longer to edit, so we didn't release uh, two weeks ago. And which is, it was which, just circumstance, you know, yeah, you can't really is, help it. Which is fine, because I didn't take a break for New Year's, or wait, yeah, right? Yeah, well, it was yeah. just after New Year's. Yes, it was like a week so, after New Year's. It was like the week of, like, it was the week after, it was like the third yeah. or the fourth or whatever it Something is. like that, yeah. yeah. So I technically deserved to take a break because I didn't take a break for Christmas, right? So We, we missed a week for Christmas, I thought. Or what? Uh, no, because I don't even remember now. Something like that. Either for Christmas or New Year's, I deserved a break. So, not a huge <laughs> deal. Anyway people didn't know that and Kristen actually turns out she stayed up late waiting for me to upload it because I tweeted that there wouldn't be an episode but I didn't put it on Facebook so apologies about that I will do better in the future of updating people on all forms of social media mainly just Facebook and Twitter but I'll do do better there sorry about that Uh anyway ready to get to questions no oh okay well I guess we'll have to do that right after this commercial from our sponsor I don't want to sponsor the Ox Cable, so I'm just going to spend five seconds talking. Hi. I don't like the Ox Cable. Bye. I don't know. Matthew, why did we have that guy as a sponsor? I have absolutely no idea, Ryan, because I was not expecting that. I wasn't either. I thought he was coming on to talk about Canon delivery or something. Oh my goodness. Did you see that tweet that Gabe sent us? I did. Okay, so... (laughs) 
There is a delivery company that is actually called Canon Delivery. I know. I went to their website and I was so disappointed that they don't use actual cannons. No, they just, that's their name. It's just a marketing ploy. That's all. It's a scam. <gasps> it's a scam. That it is, people. Don't, we, we encourage you. Well, I don't know if we should encourage people to, <laughs> to not do something. But we are not affiliated with them in we, whatsoever, just we don't, for the record. No no defamation of company character or anything yeah, ex- here. Except for Apple. Except for Apple. Except for Apple. They're our enemy. Yes. We, we've already communicated this. <laughs> but they're twice, so rich, it doesn't twice. matter. <laughs> yeah, really. It's like, I will stop buying your products. It's like, that's okay. We've got everyone, everyone else in line. So. Right. Okay. So, we got questions. You want to ask... Uh, you want to answer? You want to read the first one, Matthew? <laughs> you should leave that in. Uh, sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, so I can. Okay, I have this week. I can kind of empathize with this person. Uh, Mason M says, after rolling around in bed for two hours last night, I've decided to ask you, what is the best way to fall asleep quickly? Sometimes I will fall asleep right when I hit the bed, or like last night be up until 2 a.m. How can I have consistency? Uh, uh, so that's Mason M. who asked that. And this week I had the same problem. Oh, my yeah, word. I, it was I, assume, so... I assume that's Mason McGuire. I have no clue. Possibly. I did not see the actual email, so I couldn't yeah. glean any information. Actually, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, Mason, I am sorry that you had to stay up until 2 a.m. because your body wouldn't allow you to sleep. I stayed up until 5.30 a.m. on Sunday night because my body would not let me sleep. Oh. Yeah. Oh, well. Anyway, back like a year or two ago, I was mm-hmm. doing a bunch of research about sleeping, Ryan. Okay. Because I was on a medication for my, my Crohn's that that uh, caused me to have terrible time sleeping. Either I would sleep way too much or I wouldn't sleep at all. I stayed up for like 74 hours uh, without any sleep at all because of my what? medication. What yeah. even? Yeah. It was ridiculous. And then other times I slept for like, you know, uh, 15 hours at a time. Hmm. With barely any waking up at all. So it was a little bit rough. But anyway, because of looking into sleep and stuff, uh, there, are, there are some scientific things that are proven to to uh, have effect on sleep. And sometimes you just can't okay. control. Um, some, some, okay, so one of the things that you want to have is that you want to have a dark, quiet space to sleep. Right. You want it, the, the room to be slightly cool, but you want to have enough blankets and stuff to keep you warm because and then then that way you can control your temperature as you sleep you can stick your feet out or something Mm -hmm. so you can bring your temperature down you also want to have no light in your room at all like even the light from a uh, an alarm clock or an outlet yeah or an outlet or anything that uh, a charger uh, those things can provide distractions so you want to have as few of those as possible try and minimize it also the place that you sleep you want to treat it as a sanctuary kind of thing. Try and keep that space for sleeping. Right. Because if you do other things in that space, uh, your mind will be connecting that space and those visual cues uh, with other things like activity and things. Right. So it, it trains your brain to say that, hey, this is the place. Like, for example, if you have a TV in your bedroom yeah. and you watch it a bunch or play video games before bed, that trains your brain to say, hey, this is the video game place or this is the movie yes. place or this yes. is the... Uh, where like if you work on your computer personally i work on my computer in my room but mm-hmm. it's like it's at my desk so it's in a different nook of the room in a way yeah. so it does diminish diminish that a little bit for me um yeah, exactly because so, if you're sitting yeah. on your bed and doing that that's a difference yeah true that yeah 
So those are some things that you want. And then as far as like eating and things like that, eating does affect your sleep. Like you don't want to、mm-hmm. be going to bed hungry, but you don't want to be going to bed immediately after eating either. Right. Like eat at the least two hours before bed. And,、mm-hmm. if, you, and if you do eat, don't eat sugary stuff. Yes. Like, like having an entire chocolate bar or ice cream、yes. before bed. It's not going to work. It's like drinking coffee before bed. Yeah. Well, anything that's like heavy or carries a lot of like, like spicy foods or heavy foods like, like meat and things like that, you don't want to do those right before bed or anything. I, I don't know. There are some meats that actually do make you tired, like, like roast beef, things like with, that sort of like tryptophan、mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yeah. But have you, like, okay, so the Mythbusters. They did a thing about tryptophan in Turkey, and they were like, Yeah, yes, it does affect you, but not enough to actually make a huge difference. You'd have to eat a significant amount of turkey for it to make any difference, and、mm-hmm. you would get sick by, at that point. Or, yeah. Right. But at the same, like, when they, t- when they talk about huge difference, it might not, it, it does. How, what am I thinking? Okay. So, it, in terms of something that would actually put you to sleep, that's true. Like, it won't make a huge difference in that you eat. A bunch of it, and then it's like, oh, I can't even keep my eyes open. I'm passing out.、Mm-hmm. But it, it will introduce that into your system, and just the, the, the presence. You mean influence? Like it'll influence that? Like it won't directly、yeah. cause it, but it, won't it will influence? It. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Yeah, the Mythbusters were sort of like, it might do that, but still, it doesn't do that greatly. Yeah. For a, a, from, the, from the tryptophan perspective, other、hmm. things like、uh, you digesting food, like that makes you tired and sleepy. But、yeah. you don't want to be doing that straight before sleeping either, because if you go straight to sleep after eating, then、mm-hmm. your body's going to be messed up because it, it's going to be focusing on digestion instead of sleeping and rejuvenation. Right. Yep.、Uh, do you have other? Yes, I、tips? do. I've got、okay. like so much more stuff. Oh my、okay. goodness. I will just choose something and, and share it because.、Um, One of the things that I、um, have、uh, issues with sleeping is a consistency.、Um, so, like、uh, Mason was saying, he says, How can I have consistency? And part of that is to be consistent. And I mean, like, <laughs> your body's not always going to listen to you, sure. <laughs> But、uh, you need to,、uh, scheduling helps a lot. Like, you know, and、um, there's this、uh, common thing on the internet. They're like, Go to sleep before midnight, and all those hours will count for double. And、oh, that's not exactly, that. it's not exactly true, but there's some merit to that too.、Um, uh, off, honestly, you know, you want to get about like eight hours of sleep. Some people are different, so, you know, less or more for you. But、uh, try to choose a bedtime based on your wake up time. So you're like, oh, I want to wake up at this time, and then stick to that and make it,、uh, make it a consistent thing. And when you do go to bed,、uh, provide triggers for your body that'll help you. To get you in that mindset of now it's time for sleep. And that could be like brushing your teeth, putting on a candle, so that scent will be then connected with sleepiness. And then、mm. eventually, when you light that candle, it'll put your brain into that mood of, okay, it's time to go to sleep. And if you, same thing with those, it, it's like a ritual kind of thing. You brush your teeth, you light a candle, you sit down, you dim your lights,、um, you start reading a book maybe, or you just read a little.、Uh, Uh, what do you call it? A devotional or something like that? Something、right. to just take your m- mind off of what you're thinking about and recenter it onto something、uh, that's immediately there in front of you. And then you put that away, you go to bed, you turn out the lights, and then you close your eyes and you try to go to sleep, but you don't want to force it. Like, you don't want to be like, oh, I need to go to sleep now. So I need to sleep. Focus on sleep. Sleep, sleep, sleep. Just relax. 
just relax. Think of something focused. Maybe do some meditation. That's what I do sometimes is mm-hmm. meditation. So, And I know for me, the way that I find works a lot, like I, before sleeping, what I'll do, well, obviously before sleeping, there's nothing that I do after sleeping to help me sleep. <laughs> <laughs> but while I'm laying in bed, I actually... Uh, while I'm more comfortable if I'm like on my side or something with mm-hmm. the covers fully over my shoulder and everything, I actually start out uh, for the first maybe five to ten minutes at the least. I make make it so my body is completely flat, so legs stretched out uh, downwards mm-hmm. in respect to me and l- arms just sort of at the sides flat like I'm about to be operated on. Like if you imagine the way people <laughs> people lay the way people lay when they're on the operating table. Really weird example, but bear with me. Laying okay. that way and just like head straight up, close my eyes and I do this breathing thing. So it's six uh, four seconds of breathing in and then six seconds of holding it and then eight seconds of breathing out. Mm -hmm. So like (gasps) hold, hold, hold. (sighs) Just sort of like, it doesn't even have to be that long. Just keeping that ratio of like little bit of breathing in a little bit more of holding it. And then a a little bit more than that of breathing out. It's and, focusing on the rhythm, right? Right. Keep focusing on that rhythm. And in doing that, it what that does, uh, I actually did read an article on this, is that in relation to also st- uh, laying still in that position, as well as like the other thing is, even if you feel an itch or something, if you can resist itching it, do, because that tells your body... Hey, it's time to stop moving and like just put myself to Ignore sleep. Ignore stimulus. Yeah. Yeah. And like, if it gets really irritating, definitely scratch it because otherwise you're thinking about it too much. But yeah, it becomes uh, an irritant. Yeah. So just doing that, it puts your body in the state to say, okay, it's time to sleep. And the thing mm-hmm. is, when your brain realizes that, it starts pumping your body full of the chemical, do you know what it's called, Matthew, that puts you to sleep? Melatonin. Yeah, melatonin. And the, the introduction of that into your body, in fact, sometimes, I don't know if it's just me imagining it, but I can kind of feel it, especially because one, th- one of the other things is that while you're sleeping, there's actually another thing that's done to your body, I think as a result of a chemical that's introduced, is, and that's that it paralyzes you. Because like, imagine you're in a dream where you're running around. If your body yeah. didn't introduce a slightly paralyzing drug into your body, then you'd run around in your sleep, most likely. Like You'd have a good chance of doing that. In fact, some yeah. people that sleepwalk, it's because they have a lack of that drug in their body like they have a deficient mm-hmm. they have a deficiency in fact for some people it's so bad but that like they'll literally do everything some yeah, there was some sleep some sleepwalkers they'll sort of half-heartedly do it like they punch and it just sort of looks like a sissy whack or something but yeah. but other people with a serious deficiency like they've had experiences where in their dream they jump out a window and they actually do so they have to take yeah. precautionary measures like uh putting a strap around their ankle that's secured to their bed or something so they don't hurt themselves. There was a celebrity here in Canada that actually, uh, he died from falling out a window while sleepwalking. Oh, Oh, well, that's sad. It was really, really sad because he was a really fun person. Mm. Um, And part of the melatonin thing as well, like that is something that is... is, Sorry? That is melatonin that does that? Uh, No, melatonin is the thing that makes you sleepy. 
Okay. I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly. I could be wrong, but there was I I read I reread a few things yesterday, but now I'm like losing it. But anyway, um you it's something that builds up in your brain leading up to sleep, so you like you don't want want to disrupt that buildup of melatonin in the in the brain. So uh things that do that are are mostly visual things. So things like phone screens, television screens, blue light in general, like a daylight type quality of light. Mm-hmm. Those things will ruin the buildup of melatonin. So 20 minutes before you go to sleep, no screens, and you want to try uh, try to have dim lights or red, reddish tones of lights. Yeah. Um, like, so. like if you imagine the difference between uh, camera lighting, which is very white or bluish. Yeah. And like a light candlelight or or a camel candlelight or like the regular light bulbs you see in most houses that sort of have a yellowish factor to it yeah that will affect so don't touch your phone in those 20 minutes leading up to sleep don't look at your phone just as you go to sleep don't like put it in silent set your alarms and everything and Mm -hmm. then spend like a few minutes do your ritual to get ready for bed and then go to sleep and then you'll be good if you absolutely have to use your phone like because you have to set an alarm or something you you could i'm sure you could do that ahead of time but a fun fact on at least iphones they have this special setting where you can set the light uh to at certain hours of the day actually actually do it a little bit differently it like turns the light to an orangish color so that you don't get as much blue light introduced to your system to your eyes to your brain and everything and it's really cool i've actually said it like after 8 a after 8 p.m uh it changes to that it looks weird but yeah yeah there's an app called flex it's for your computer mac windows uh ubuntu whatever and it will dim your screen and turn it orange and then on android there's an app called twilight and there's some alternatives as well but twilight is the one that i like the most Mm -hmm. and it does that to your phone screen as well and then apple has it built in um it's called i can't remember what they call it now i think they just call it blue right blue blue light reduction maybe yeah pretty sure that's what it's called There, there are also my dad once got glasses that you can put that you can wear that reduce like they filter blue light yeah those are what do they call them they call them computer glasses or something like that yeah and those are to like prevent eye strain from looking at a blue screen all day and especially into the evening hours yeah and that's why he got them because he's an it sort of guy (laughs) not exactly not exactly but that's the easiest way to explain it (laughs) yeah so mason i'm sure that we've given you more than you asked for uh if you have any more questions that are specific then Feel free to let us know. Absolutely. This show thrives on questions. <laughs> As we say every single time. I should We're like, please, <laughs> please talk to us. We are begging you. <laughs> we need questions. Ask us something. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to move on to the next question. Yes. Uh, this comes from Amber Christine. Hi, Amber. Uh, she says, hi, Ryan Matthew. I was one. Hi, Ryan and Matthew. I was wondering if you guys could give me some life advice on something. I mean, oh. well, that's why we're here. Yeah, it's our purpose in life to answer life (laughs) questions. So I hear a lot on podcasts and creative blogs about motivating yourself to work hard and accomplish your goals. But how do you know when you're actually overworking yourself creatively? Right now, I'm putting together a portfolio of my artwork to hopefully be able to get a scholarship that will allow me to go to art college this fall. 
I spend at least two to three hours daily drawing or painting in addition to experiments and side projects. Even though I really am doing all I can, I sometimes still get frustrated and worried that it's not enough. I love art and I want to get started in my career. I want my portfolio to reflect that. I also don't want this to take over more of my life than it should. Any advice, tips, or experiences on balancing your long-term goals with just everyday life? Thanks so much for the great show. It's become a little highlight of my Wednesday. Amber Uh Christine. That's Um, sweet of you to say that, Amber. Thank you. And P.S. I don't have a website, but here's a link to my gallery if you happen to be interested. So she's got a deviant art gallery and it looks really cool. You you actually said you really really liked it, Matthew. I was really impressed. I really liked it. We're going to include a a link in the show notes, of course, to this because it's fabulous. Everybody should check it out. Um, I especially liked the what do you call it? The uh, Winnie the Pooh one. Yeah, I don't know why I like that one so much, but it it really stuck out to me as well as. Oh, I can't remember what it was now. There was another one. There was the Peter Capaldi one. That one was really cool. Yes. Okay. And, uh, oh, where was it? Where was it? Oh, I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling, 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 scrolling. Keep that finger scrolling. (laughs) Scroll X. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It was just that that graphic thing with the, while I breathe, I hope. Hmm. Which one was that? It's down towards the end, uh, uh, the row above the Winnie the Pooh one. If your screen's the same width as mine. Oh, found it. Yeah, that is cool. I like that. I really like the instrument one she does. Those are really cool. Oh, like the the violin. Yeah. Uh, and yes. And at the top, and, at the top, the empty orchestra one. It's like the sixth one in the gallery. Oh yes. Oh yes, yes, yes. That is so. It's really impressive. It's really well done. I love the colors. I love the quality mm-hmm. of the materials used. Um, like for example, in As You Wish, which is from The Princess Bride, yes, it's it's not so defined. It's like gives you a very like it's like like the yeah, it these, gives you a little bit of mystery and stuff. These it's all really... like most of these, I would love to have like on a painting in my house. Like that's how good yeah. they are. Yeah, maybe not the people, like the actual actor ones. Even though like those are really cool, but the yeah. one, the one like the abstract ones, those are really well done. Hmm. The whole thing. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, we're going to stop gushing over you <laughs> at this point. Yeah. And okay. So so about how to not overwork yourself uh, creatively. Well, it's like, I mean, there's different ways. Like, Ryan, you said that you have some stuff prepared for this. I was less prepared mm-hmm. for this one. Okay. Um, but as you read it, something stuck out to me and I was like, okay, but I, but let's, let's let you start. So. Okay. Yeah, sure. Um. So... In terms of not overworking yourself creatively, like there's definitely a line. And one thing yeah. one thing that I talk about a lot, is, and uh, Josh Taylor, he talks about it a lot too, uh, just a little bit. And that's uh, when you're that's working on something. Reference. No, it's not. It's not. I'm just telling okay. you what he does. No, I know. Um, I know. And <laughs> he talks a lot about how um, if you're wanting to do stuff creatively, you set a deadline. You say like every week I'm going to release a video every day. I'm going to do some sort of artwork, that sort of thing. But if you notice um, on my YouTube channel, a lot of the time, that's not the case. I don't, I don't have, like I say that I'm going to do it weekly, but sometimes I miss that. And that's because there's definitely, I know that line. I know where if I made myself do the work, then it would not come out well. It would be something that I'm forcing myself to do when I don't want to do it. And like, it would get to the point where I hate it. And I don't want to make content that I hate, nor do I want that to be reflected in the content people see. I don't want them to watch a video and say, wow, this was really rushed and 
it like it's it's terrible like he doesn't look happy in this episode at all and his hair is a mess in what my, is with that <laughs> always the yeah. hair that that's the that's the dead giveaway <laughs> <laughs> well actually ryan's hair is usually quite on point oh, at all thank times. you thank yes. you oh you're welcome thank you it's not today because my power was out <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so like that's the one thing is figuring out when you're making your stuff, there's a I it's difficult to describe for this first point that I'm making, but there's a line where it goes from being like I'm busy with this to I hate this. And when you get to that point, it's good to just take some time say, "Okay, I've worked on this for like a lot of time. I'm going to take a small break to like watch my favorite TV show or be with friends, do stuff." And uh, that so that's the first thing is just sort of figure out where that line is um but that's sort of a vague answer so i'm gonna give you the better answers uh i'm gonna let me read the question real quick because there's something that sparked my memory right now i'm Uh, one thing is that you spend two to three hours daily drawing or painting in addition to experiments and side projects and you said that uh, one thing that i wanted to respond to even though i'm really uh, one thing I wanted to respond to, you said, even though I really am doing all I can, I sometimes still get frustrated and worried that it's not enough. Um, that's, that's interesting to me. One thing that I want to say, uh, one thing I'd say to Amber is that I really like what you've committed to, that you spend two to three hours daily drawing or painting or whatever you're working on in addition to your side projects and experiments. It's good to set aside, like, this is how much time I can realistically spend on this. That's one thing. If you don't want to get creatively burned out, figure out how much time you're comfortable working on something and work on it for that amount of time. Now, like, I know that when I was working on a certain video project, there were certain things that could get very monotonous, very uh, boring as time went on, where it was like, if I keep doing this over and over in the way that I'm doing it, I'm going to get bored. I'm, I'm going to get discouraged. And so figuring out a way to switch up what you're doing so that you're going between projects often enough to get you interested in it, but not so... Like that's another thing where it's going to be sort of vague. You got to figure out how it works for you, but in making sure that there's not too much of one thing, but not too little. For example, with the kitchenware project that I am always talking about that I'm done with, yet I'm you're still talking with, about. You're done with, but you're still talking about it. What? <laughs> actually, what, fun, Ryan? Actually, fun side note about that. I got an email back from them. I get to keep it all. Right. You sent me a snap about that, and I was like, <laughs> good luck with that, Ryan. Yep, Your room's going to be messy for like <laughs> months to come. I've got like nine chafers, a uh, few pizza boxes, a high chair aprons and a partridge in a pear tree all neatly tucked away wow. in my bedroom <laughs> i'm sure <laughs> uh, this is why you need uh, to get like a storage locker <laughs> oh yeah i should uh, get, along with that p.o box <laughs> exactly yeah, that's ryan matlock dot patreon but yeah okay. so uh i basically with that what i did at first i was trying to do one video at a time 
And there was a huge problem with that because for each video, I had to write it, I had to record the voiceover, and then film the shots I wanted, and then edit it. Mm -hmm. So those are like four, maybe five steps that I've got to do that are all kind of different. And that wasn't working because I was doing too little of each thing. Like writing, that takes an hour, maybe. Like, uh, well, actually, I'll say like 20 minutes to write one script. And then... And that's including the research for the item. And then the voiceover takes like 10 minutes to record and edit. Then the filming takes an hour. The editing takes like two or three hours, that sort of thing. And by the time I'm done, I've spent four or five hours making one video. But I found that that was just like doing that over and over again. It's tiny things and moving from each tiny project to the other doesn't work. And so I did something else. I said, okay, I'm going to do each different step in bulk. So I'm going to write like 10 scripts and then I'm going to write, or, and then I'm going to record 10 voiceovers and then film 10 things and then edit 10 things. But that also has problems because editing takes two to three hours. If I'm editing 10 things, then that's taking like up to 20 hours or something. It's the difference between like being productive and doing things bang, bang, bang. And then also uh, being able to switch between things to keep your brain Mm -hmm. active because it does get monotonous and you're just like, ugh, I need to do something else or my brain's going to explode. Right. Um, Yeah. And so balance. Yeah. What you're saying. Yeah. Definitely a balance. Figure out where that is, because eventually I kind of got in in between where I was doing five at a time and that worked really well. By the time I got there, I was able to hammer it out. And Mm -hmm. towards like if you'd asked me at the beginning, I would have said, oh, this might take like a month or two. But then once I got into that rhythm and figured out where that balance was, I was able to hammer out all the stuff in like a little over a month. And it was even though you were talking about it for like four Right. Yeah, because, like, I well, not four. <laughs> not four. You've I was, been talking about it since episode, like, two or something. Well, okay, 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 okay. But I did, that's, that, that was <laughs> right when I received everything. So there was definitely, like, a planning session, a ser- no, uh, like no, a time I of planning. I'm time joking. Of plan- time, yes. I'm giving you a hard time, Ryan. You can stop <laughs> explaining. It's okay, 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 okay. But yeah, like I'm just saying the the majority of the work was done over like a month and 10 days. Okay. Okay. Anyway, so yeah, that's what that's one another suggestion cuz like you say you spend like at least 2 or 3 hours daily drawing or painting. I don't know where that level is cuz I'm sure that you're very passionate about the drawing and painting otherwise you wouldn't be doing it. And so like if that gets monotonous, then figure out a way, another way to do it. If it doesn't, then maybe doing it for longer, figuring out where that that level is. Especially since you have experiments and side projects to do, figuring out a way to even those out so that you're doing it in the best way. Now, in terms of... it's like, Oh, go, go ahead. No, I was going to say, it's kind of like a cycle. Okay, because with like anything, there's like you set goals and then you go and achieve those goals and then you go back and review kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like a circle you want to keep going through and like review yourself and be like, okay, is this working? It's not, okay, what can we do to to change that and make it work again? Because it might, what works one week might not work the next week or even day to day. So if you always reevaluate and go back and try to, to, to improve. 
Right. And one sentence that is in your message, you say, even though I really am doing all I can, I sometimes still get frustrated and worry that it's not enough. If you're worried that what you're doing won't be enough, like you'll, in terms of uh, going to art school, that your portfolio won't be impressive enough or something like that, then figure out what that standard should be. Because it sounds like uh, I don't want to make too many observations, but just the way I see it, it looks like you might be going in a bit blind, possibly. Like, you know that you need a portfolio, but don't know what that looks like, what that requires, how many things you need, what kind, what sort of variations of art you probably want to look at. So maybe, like, getting in touch with someone who's done this sort of thing before. Like, there's plenty of people online that would be, plen- be happy to answer your question. Like, if you go on LinkedIn, LinkedIn is amazing. Like is, I know that for for probably you who uh, I'm guessing are maybe in your uh, late teens or early twenties if you're trying to get into art school and putting together a portfolio. Um, that that for you LinkedIn probably sounds very boring, and I know that for me even now it sounds kind of boring because on when you go there it's not cool like Facebook and Twitter you don't have feeds that are full of fun and interesting things it's full of boring work stuff it's kind of designed like it's very old yeah it's very like that's like web 1.0 going into (laughs) 2.0 and i'm like we're on 4.0 now people come on let's do this but (laughs) it's 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 a great resource even if it doesn't look and work the the greatest yeah it's it's a platform to connect with people who and like i've not really used it that much i've set up my profile but i've not Mm -hmm. done anything with it because I am lame that way. Yeah. But going on, like, thank you. <laughs> you fun. agree with that? Don't Wait, agree with that. Don't Come agree. Uh, oh, no. I was, I was I agreeing. I said, because I am lame that way. And you're like, no. yeah. <laughs> no, no. I was agreeing that you set up your profile because I remember you doing that. <laughs> okay. It doesn't. Okay. It's not that okay. lame much. Well, okay. actually, let me check it. I will. No, get... you can leave it alone, Ryan. LinkedIn. Just move on with what you're saying. We're at 47 <laughs> minutes. We're at 47 minutes. <laughs> well, three of those Let's were go. the sound check, so we're good. <laughs> Matthew Bird. Okay. Oh, my word. It's it's linked in dot whatever slash Matthew the Bird. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, that, that actually looks really have, You did really good on it. It looks good. I could do more. I just threw that together. Well, I mean, you've got websites, and like the best thing for your uh, your summary, sort of your uh, your portfolio slash background, everything there, your experience is having links with pictures, and you've got that. That's a huge part of it because it's visually stimulating. So you're 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 doing all right there, Matthew. Anyway, thanks. Okay. Anyway, as I was saying, so try to find out, pe- try to find people online. There are pl- there are plenty of communities like. Uh, there are plenty of art communities online, Facebook, Google Plus, Google Even DeviantArt. Yeah, yeah DeviantArt. You know all about that. There are plenty of people who are in your shoes or have been there. Search for people like Facebook will let you know if a person has been uh, like is in art school. Look, that's that's what you should do. Find art schools. Find the people that the groups that you want to be involved with like i'm assuming maybe you've looked at art schools maybe you haven't but if you haven't definitely go look for art schools to prepare but uh, figuring out who those people are and where they've been because 
people who have been in your shoes, they know where to go. They know what to do and they know what you'll need. So getting that standard and I'll finish this up because I've taken a lot of time on this, but basically all I'm saying is you need a standard. If you don't know what you're, if you don't know whether you're doing too much or not enough, that standard is important. And you saying, even though I really am doing all I can, I sometimes still get frustrated and worry that it's not enough. If you want to know whether you're doing enough or not, then figure out where you need to be so that you know what you need to do to get there. That's very practical advice, Ryan. Thank you. Thank you. And your advice? Um, it's a little bit more abstract and, and vague because that is what Matthew is usually anyway. Um, oh, <laughs> that's not true. Oh, come on. It's not a bad thing. I'm just saying it's different. That's okay. all. It's like a different okay. angle. It's all good. It's all. I'm not banging on myself or anything. Okay. Um, but going back to what she said, she was like the last part. You, you actually pointed this part to... Um, she says, I saw, uh, sometimes get frustrated and worried that it's not enough and everything. And I'm like, well, you know, it's good to, like Ryan said, to figure out where lines are and where you should be or where other people are like competition and things like that. Mm -hmm. You don't want to focus. Like, I mean, it's good to focus on I've, it is difficult, trust me, to balance envisioning and aiming for success yet still at the same time, um, uh, uh, you, you, it's, it's like like you don't want to have your aim to be failure, but at the same time, you should be embracing failure and stuff like that. Right. Um, as far as like, because it's such a tool to to learn. Because without failure, you're never going to learn everything. That's just. But what I'm focusing on here is more the worrying that it's not enough. As far as uh, like, I'm going to take this out of the art world for a moment here and put this into. Uh, something that, that's a little bit more relevant to me right now. Okay. I'm dealing with a lot of health issues and sometimes I'm worrying that I'm not doing enough. I am doing a lot and it takes a lot of effort and work to do that thing, uh, to what, do what you need to do. Sometimes things aren't in your control though. Um, uh, so you you do what you can, you do what you know to do, but but sometimes you just got to be okay with, with um, falling short of goals and stuff like that. Attempt to reach the goals, sure, but don't stress yourself over oh no i'm not doing enough because chances are if you're pushing yourself at, at least if you're pushing yourself and you're reaching for a goal you're doing enough especially when this is like on a daily day day-to-day basis because like you were ask, asking about balancing your long-term goals with everyday life and and that's a really tricky question because i mean like yes there are a lot of answers and stuff but it, it's it's a case-by-case basis and personality and and like how you deal with things and how your life is built on a day-to-day basis and everything. So you want to be able to enjoy life and everything, but at the same time achieve all your goals without stressing yourself. And it's one of those things that it's never going to follow a set thing. Some days it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be focused and you have to push yourself. You have like a deadline or something. You got to do it. Yep. But other days it's going to be one of those things where you have to push yourself because of other distractions or other things. Or other days it's going to be one of those things where you want to do this and you're going to forget about everything else and you're going to focus on this because you are just creatively energized that's the thing about creativity is that it's not something that you can just be like oh here's the light switch let's turn it on um so that you can have that creative energy and everything if you're not feeling it then you're not feeling it go do something else productive <laughs> and don't focus on that because you can't <laughs> necessarily and then other times if you have to well then build tools uh, a tool set for yourself that you know to inspire yourself, um, to to move forward, to get past blocks and things like that. Mm-hmm. Whether that be whatever 
you you come up with. I'm not going to talk about that right now because we're t- we've been talking a long time. Already. Yeah, and we're at 57. Yeah, and that's not all my fault. It's also not all your fault. It's a shared responsibility it's, thing. It's teamwork. shared teamwork. What's gonna work? Teamwork. Yep. Thank you, everyone, so much for listening to the podcast. This has been the 15th episode of our podcast, which you can view at oxcableshow.com. Also, you can send us questions because, as you all know, we thrive. (laughs) We thrive on questions here at the Ox Cable. (laughs) It's... It's something that we feed on in the mornings and evenings. It's it's our life force here. When I wake up with the grumblies and the rumblies in my tummy, I don't eat breakfast. I read our questions. Same. <laughs> anyway, you but can ask said, you okay. can send us those questions. <laughs> questions at oxcableshow.com <laughs> is our email address. You can also comment on our face. You can also comment on our website <laughs> on our faces you can comment on our face oh well it's our <laughs> and face and his face is yeah, exactly <laughs> and you can uh, go view us on facebook and twitter our links to socials are on the website thank you everyone so much for listening our our hashtag for this episode if you want to join the conversation on twitter is uh what uh, matthew what do you think about p.o box patreon i don't know as a hashtag have you searched it i did i did oh you did okay well then that's fine then okay then our hashtag for this episode is P.O. Box Patreon. And including and uh, speaking of that, if you want to go and support the Patreon, it's patreon.com slash Ryan Matlock. I set it up because I like I, I would like to possibly one day make money doing this. If that doesn't happen, then that doesn't happen. But if it does, then that's great. Thank you for listening for this amazing podcast. And we will be back next week with another amazing podcast or something. Matthew, it was a pleasure doing the podcast with you. <laughs> Ditto. And uh, I think uh, <laughs> that's all that we have uh, for the podcast this time. And we'll Thank see you, you again on the next week. Welcome to the Ox Cable, the show where we get you plugged in. And we had Angie, and we had Angie, our we had Angie, our marketer, or uh, Ryan in the future editing this. Insert the sports intro work. Well, it depends. It, like if you eat stuff like I, I do know that actually. Here, I'm gonna stop for a second because someone's opening a garage underneath me. <laughs> I'm kidding. That was my impression of a garage door opening. Thank that you. Very, that was very. That was very accurate. Thank you. I've been around around a few garages, so. Thank you. When you said thank you, it was like thank you. I'll be here all week. Yes. <laughs> next, join me next week when I do an impression of a squeaky door. <laughs> they they, uh, what is I'm 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 losing uh uh. uh no, I don't know what I was saying. What was I talking about? That's why I said don't do that. I'm just like, let's go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you uh, were... I remember now. Okay, so... You slowly got higher and higher like it's a thing that's charging up and then it explodes. Or gears. Yes. Oh, that was funny. I should do that each time. Nah. should be unique each time. Different. Be unique.
Oh, well, if Some things case... need to be similar and some things need to be different. Okay. Like, so next consistency, week... Consistency, but also unique. Consistency, but unique. Like the 20th yes. episode. 